Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. Have any of you ever received anything from the Lord? Has anybody ever received anything from the Lord? Let me ask again, because I want to see a show of hands. Have you ever received anything from the Lord? Amen. Can you do me um, a favor? Can you just honor me for one second? Can you close your eyes? This is so weird. It's like, what's going to happen? We're just going to put our eyes on Jesus for just a second. And we're going to thank him for receiving right now. Come on, just, just begin to just put your eyes to him and thank him. If you've received anything, thank him. Come on, if you've received, just tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. We're so thankful. Oh, Jesus, we love you. Come on, just for one moment, just begin to tell him audibly you love him. We love you. We love you. We love you. Come on, church, just for a few more seconds, just, just tell him you love him. We love you. Don't stop. Come on, church. Just open up your mouth. Tell him you love him. You're so thankful for him. Jesus, we love you. We adore you. We worship you. Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. I, I want to I talk today, if I can, on, on the topic of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I, I, I believe today that this is really important for the body of Christ, for believers, to root ourselves in continual Thanksgiving. There's a title to this message. I don't know if it'll be up on the screen, but just this is the thought behind of where, where the Lord was framing this message this week. And really, this has been a framing, a message in my heart over the last couple months. Um, but it, it's this, in every circumstance, in every circumstance, turn to your neighbor and say, in every circumstance. Turn to the other neighbor you didn't say to and say, in every circumstance. Thank you, Brother Tim. He's, he'll just stay until I tell him to stop. Thank you. Can we, can we thank Tim? He's so special. It makes me sound so good, though, especially with my raspy voice today. Forgive me. <clears throat> but today, I, I really have a, a, a deep sense in my heart that this is an important and, and, and necessary word, not just to because we're right around the corner of Thanksgiving, that, that we take time to really thank God in a specific day, but, but that this is an important thing for us to grab once again in our hearts. This should be a topic as the church that we should continually talk about throughout the year. Thanksgiving. The, the response of our hearts and our lips should be that. Thank you. 
If, if, if every one of you, you've raised your hand, you said you've received something from the Lord, the, the only response that we can give back to receiving Jesus is that. Thank you. I, w- I want to just show us all throughout Scripture the power of thanksgiving, the power of giving thanks, that, that it's not just a one-time-a-year thing, but that it's a daily thing. It's a, it's a morning midday and evening type of posture that we as believers should, should find ourselves living out. To be frank, the reason why the Lord has been framing this and teaching me this is that, if I can just, can I be vulnerable for a second? Can I be vulnerable? In seasons past, in, 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 in days that have gone by, let's say over the last year, I, I found myself at times losing my thanks Anybody else just want to get in the boat with me for a moment? Thank you. I've lost the posture and the attitude and the mindset of thanks. I I, I can tell you reasons why. I can give you all the the, the poor me stories of why I've lost thanks, but none of it really matters. I just found myself losing thanks. And over the last couple months, I've realized that I have in, in essence, lost the posture and the attitude and the, 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 my mouth and my heart thanking the Lord, and I've realized, oh, Lord, help me. Help me. I, I don't want to be found to, to lose thanksgiving because you've given me everything. And in finding that once again, you know, you, you hear people say, I found my voice once again. It's like, well, I found thanks once again. And in finding thanks, I found him. And in finding thanks, I have found how good he is once again. And in finding thanks, I've realized, man, he's really good to me. And this is what I want to hopefully impart into this house today, in each one of you today, that, that God is calling us back to coming into agreement with he's really good. And our only response is thanks. You know, it kind of it revealed to me how much I, 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 I was practicing this or wanting to, to get back to this. My, my, my two little ones, I have a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old little girl, and they profoundly have impacted me over the last couple of months. And you might be sitting there like, how has a four-year-old and a two-year-old profoundly impacted you? Well, let me tell you. In, in the morning, recently, I was um, serving them breakfast. And um, I, I, I got their oatmeal ready. I got their, 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 their waters ready, and I, and I slid them across the counter to them. They're sitting there. I, you know, I'm half awake, just trying to, trying to wake up. And, and all of a sudden, this was before I even knew this was a thing. I, I, this was the first time I experienced it, and I later asked Rachel, like, where did that come from? They, they just began to sing a song. Can I tell you what the song is? I'm not going to sing it. Should I sing it? <laughs> Peer pressure is a choice. <laughs> it goes like this. It, it goes, God, our Father, God, our Father, once again, we bow our heads to thank you. We bow our heads to thank you. Amen. And they sang it with such joy. You know, my daughter's singing like she's got lungs, like that she's Celine Dion or something, and she's just like. And I, and I stopped. I stopped. I, now, I haven't done this every time they sing this, but I stopped in that moment, and I was like, 
Oh, Lord, thank you. They, they also have another song that they've been singing, and, and, it, and it, it, it's, it goes like this, and this has been playing in our house, and I've realized, like, this is, this is something we've, we've been, I've been missing. It's like, Lord, thank you for sunshine. Lord, thank you for rain. I'm like, thank you for rain. I don't like rain. Some of you are like Seattle, you know, the upper Northwest. You, you, you love, Reuben loves rainy days. I don't like rainy days. <laughs> but I'm sitting there finding myself going, Lord, thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. And then the next line is, thank you for pain. It's like, what? Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Thank you for joy. Thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. I, I find myself over the last few months going, that's the posture that I want to have. In every circumstance, I, I want to say, thank you, Lord. Go, go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 with me if you can. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip through a lot of Bible today. Is that all right? But they're not going to have the Bible, big Bible, up on the screen just for this passage. So I hope you brought your Bibles. Did you bring your Bibles? Some of you are feeling judged right now. I'm not judging you, but bring your Bibles. First Thessalonians 5. It's a really short passage of Scripture. Paul's instructing. It's the end of this letter, this, this part of this letter to the church. And it says this in verse 16. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Pray Continually, and give thanks in whenever it feels good, whenever the bank account's full, whenever the job's happening, whenever you have that relationship. No. It says give thanks in all circumstances. In all circumstances. For, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. He says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks. I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this very clear. This is, this is Bible. This is not pastor. This is Bible. This is the scriptures. This is, this is a command from Paul. Rejoice always, pray continually, and then give thanks in all, in all is every circumstance. Give thanks. And sunshine and rain. In joy and in pain, give thanks in every circumstance because this is God's will for your life. Well, I hear the question all the time, well, what's God's will for my life? I, I'm trying to figure out what the will of God is for my life. This is it. Rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. What Paul's saying is in every circumstance, this is just a basic one-on-one type of message today. In every circumstance, give thanks. In every circumstance of life, give thanks. In every moment where you feel like you don't feel good or you don't have it in you, give thanks. In every moment when you feel like there's nothing else that you can do to fix the problem, give thanks. When you feel like you're at your end of self and you can't go any further, give thanks. When you're at the greatest loss you've ever experienced in your life, give thanks. In every circumstance, give thanks. 
I, I, I think the reason I'm, I'm very adamant about this right now is because in this cultural moment, in this hour, we are witnessing the deep impact of losing Thanksgiving. I'm not talking about the holiday. <laughs> I'm talking about in the church as believers, finding ourselves that are ones that are just like, Lord, thank you. Like, like I, I've watched as it is even hard at times, and I'm not judging, I'm just saying this is, the, this is the Lord helping us today, where it is even come up here, and I'm like, church, begin to thank him. How many of you go into times of Thanksgiving and you run out of things after 10 seconds? Just me? My hand's up. It's like, thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. You're so good. Oh, we are the people that have received everything. And in this moment where, where, where it's, it's really this moment where everybody is focused on what we don't have and focused on self, we're losing the proper position of giving thanks to the one who's given us everything. Now, I'm not talking to the world today. I'm talking to, to you all, the body of Christ. It actually is interesting to me that this has been said that this will happen in the days of last, in the last days, that we will lose our, our thanks. You, you want me to show you? Go to, go, go, if you have your eyes, go to 2 Timothy real quick. Are you all right? Just say thank you. Say thank you. <laughs> Translations going all right? Am I doing well? Yeah. <laughs> Remember this, in the, in the last days, there will be many troubles because people will love themselves. You know what thanks does? It breaks off your love for self. Oh, I feel the Lord. Because people will love themselves, love money, brag, and be proud. Hello, social media. <laughs> okay, this is quiet. They, they will say evil things against others and will not obey their parents or be thankful or be the kind of people God wants. They will not love others, will refuse to forgive. Can I tell you, this is just coming to me right now. As believers, you don't have an option to not forgive. Is that the way you say that? <laughs> I don't want to forgive yet. That's not, you're dead. You died to him. He told you to forgive. Just do it quickly. Amen. Okay, keep going. Um, they will refuse to forgive, will gossip, and will not control themselves. They will be cruel, will hate what is good, will turn against their friends, and will do foolish things without thinking. They will be conceited, will love pleasure instead of God, and will act as if they serve God, but will not have his power. Stay away from those people. Now, now, I read that, and I'm like, I don't really see myself in that list. I hope. Now, I'm just having a moment here, right? Can I have a moment? But then it goes to, they will say evil things against others and will not obey their parents or be thankful. Well, I'm not a gossiper. I try to listen and obey them to those of authority and my parents. I try to honor them. I, 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 I try to have, walk in self-control. But the Lord's like, yeah, but also in there is that they will stop being thankful. Do you understand the magnitude 
that Jesus is concerned about us not losing our thankfulness. Are you hearing me? It's, it's right there. He says, in the last days, people will become all these types of people. And one of the type of people they will become is they will lose their thanks, thanksgiving. And I was like, why? Why, why is that happening? And I, and I truly believe, I, I felt the Lord say, because if, if, if evil, if darkness, if the evil, we, you know, if we believe in Jesus, we also believe in, in, in that there's another one against him, Satan, evil, darkness, forces of evil. Are you with me? that they will try to rob, steal, and kill your thankfulness because if they can rob, steal, and kill your thankfulness, they will keep you from getting into the gates. Oh, hear me, please. This is why in this last days, it's like, man, just be become ungrateful. Well, you don't know what I don't have. You, you don't know what I'm walking through. I don't. And to be frank, Scripture tells us it doesn't matter how you feel or what you don't have. In every circumstance, be Thankful. He, he, I just believe in this hour, he's, he's keeping us, he's trying to get our eyes off of how good he is and how much we have to be thankful for because if he can do that, then it avoids us from going into his gates and into his courts. See, Psalms, um, Psalms 100, verse four, it's such, it's such an, a powerful passage of scripture. But it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. See, see, if you can get your thanks robbed from you, you then can stop going into the inner courts with him. I, this is, is this helping you? Baby Austin is in it with me right now. And I'm here for it. I'll get an amen from a child then. Thanksgiving gets us into the inner courts of the Lord. Isn't it interesting that it's, it says, hey, enter his gates with thanksgiving. What do gates do? They keep you out from places you are not allowed to go into. As a teenager, I might have jumped a few gates that I was not allowed to go into. And I have some experiences where I got hurt because they were high gates and I thought I could do it. Another story, another time. Gates keep people out of places they're not allowed to go into. But as believers, we have, as followers of Jesus, let me say it that way, as followers of Jesus, we actually have access into his courts. And what's the password? You know, my son, my son, sometimes he, he, he locks the door now. Like he, he, he locks the door for us to get into his room. I'm, that brother needs prayer. And recently, I just started saying, son, what's the magic, what's the password to get in? He's like, what? I'm like, son, open the door or I'm kicking it out. But what's the, I'm playing the game now. Like, what's the password? What's the password, son? Open the door. Okay, you're not opening it. Now it's like, dad's mad. Open the door. That's the password. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It says, in essence, I'm not saying heaven has a password, but I'm saying heaven has a password. And it says, when you, when you come before him, and the gate's there, it's going, here's my offering of thanks. And the door just begins to. I've heard this taught so many times in so many different ways. But recently we were away again, and Mike Miller from a church down in Dallas taught about how Thanksgiving is the little hinge on a door. It's the thing that opens the door. 
right? If you don't have hinges on a door, it's a wall, right? And you can't, you, can't, you can't get in if it's a wall. Some of your hearts, you've stopped saying thanks, so your hearts have become walled off to Jesus. Your hearts have become walled off on how good he is, and you're trying to get into his presence. You're trying to do all the right things, but you've lost the art of thanks. Once thanksgiving enters back into your heart, it's like that hinge comes back on your heart, and it opens up your heart. It opens you up to get into the inner courts. It opens you up to get into the presence of the Lord. Thanksgiving is the doorway into his presence. Now wonder, the, the, the voices of Vivo are trying to steal our thanksgiving because the more we get with him, the more we become like him. And the more that we become like him, the more we get power from him, and the more power we we get from him, the more we see his kingdom come, his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It starts with thanks. Are you with me? It, it, it starts with thanks. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we, got, we got to stop coming into the presence of the Lord with our, our, our petitions and our what I don't have. How many of you find yourself going into prayer and you're just rattling off? I've been there. Lord, you haven't done this, 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 this. And then I walk away like, that was a waste of time. I don't think I got anything. And it's like, I, I didn't. Because there's a way to go into his presence. Are you hearing me? It's through thanks. It's through thanks. It's through thanking him. Well, what do I have to thank him for? Thank him for the blood. What, what if you just sat there in the morning and, and you just said, Jesus, thank you for your blood. Thank you for your blood. What if you thank them for the breath in your lungs? I, I say this often to our church. I've been saying this for seven years. It's not because it's just my thing. If you have nothing else to be thankful for, thank him for, everyone take a deep breath right now. Aren't you glad you're breathing? There's something to be thankful for. Huh? huh? If I believe he's the author and the giver of life, that means he makes my, my lungs work. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I was doing my, my race over the summer. I was, I was doing a little triathlon, and um, I should say a dual athlon, but this, I did another one because the swim got canceled, so I was doing another one a couple weeks later. It's not a brag, I'm just telling you. And in that moment, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a cold, rainy day. And I, and I went out and I rode my bike in the freezing cold on the lakefront. There wasn't a single soul out there with me, just me. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? No headphones, no nothing. I was just like, Lord, here we go. And I found myself going from grumbling to thanking him. Oh, I'm telling you, I had an encounter with the Lord on that bike path. I began to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for making me stay on this bike. Thank you for not letting me fall. Thank you that I'm not, um, I'm, I'm able to breathe. Thank you, Lord, that I can do this. Thank you, Lord. It was, it was the littlest things. And you know what I felt? Courage entered my heart. Strength entered into my bones. You have, you have something to be thankful for. Are you hearing me? It's as little as that or it's as big as the blood. It's as big as, Lord, thank you for my identity that comes from you. Thank you that you finished the work for me, and thank you that you're completing the work that you said you would complete in me. Thank you, Lord, for loving me even when I was an enemy to you. Thank you, Lord, for giving me yourself. Thank you, Lord, for the food that I have, the clothing that I have, for my spouse. Hello, spouses, begin to thank the Lord for your spouse. Things will start to change in your home. I promise you that. Thank you for my friendships. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my boss. Thank you for my coworkers. Are you hearing me, church? Thank you 
you for the coworkers that are driving me nuts. I bless them and I thank you that I get to be in the environment with them. Thank you for my dorm room. Thank you for my car. Thank you for the ability to be in your house this morning. Did you, did you come into this place and thank them that you get to come into an environment that's safe and protected and with comfy plastic chairs? Have you thanked them? Oh, because I can start to tell you stories of where people don't get to do this. Oh, and you don't want to hear some of those. those no, no, don't, mess with, don't mess with this. Did you thank him? Did you thank him when you turned your car on and it started? Did you thank him that there was gas in the car? Do you hear me? Did you thank him that he's your rock and he's your fortress and you get to hide under his wings? Come on. Did you thank him that he's good? Because it's Thanksgiving that gets you into his courts. It's Thanksgiving that gets you into his presence. It's Thanksgiving that makes your heart stop being cold towards him and stop loving yourself and be fully engaged with the one who loves you the most. Are you hearing me? Thank you, Lord. Come on, this is important. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. It's not, see, see, the problem with this is it feels like it's just like a hype, emotional, charismatic thing to do. It's Bible. It's Bible. Now, however you do that, maybe some of you journal, some of you say it real quiet. Thank you. Thank you. It doesn't matter. It's this. It's the heart. Going, I'm going to put my eyes on the things above and not put my eyes on the things below because when I put my eyes on the things below, I lose my thankfulness. But when I look to him, I get everything that I need from him. Thanksgiving's powerful. It opens up the door. Thanksgiving also gets you out of despair. Thanksgiving gets you out of choices that you found yourself in that now have consequences too. I'm telling you, I'm gonna preach the Bible just for a few more moments. Are you okay? The power of thanksgiving brings you out of the pit. I'm telling you, and I've experienced this plenty of times in my life. I I was studying last night. I was like, Lord, like, I I know this is in your word. (laughs) Do you ever have a, maybe not. As preachers, you know that we have thoughts. It's like, I have a thought. I know this is in the Bible somewhere. No, just me, okay, I'm telling you, there's times where I'm like, I know this is in the Bible somewhere, and thank God for Google. Just gonna be honest. Because I found myself over my life being in pits, being in, in, in beds that I made out of my choices, and I didn't know how to get out. But what I found was that in those moments, I began to thank God, and, and in that moment of thanking God, I came out of those pits. Jonah, how much do you think we were going there? Jonah, a man that was swallowed by a whale. Wild story. A big whale swallowed him up. My son asked me, do you, Dad, do you think you could go in the whale? I said, son, I don't care to find out. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. J- Jonah makes choices and decisions that go against what God asked them to do. Hello? Many of you are finding yourselves in pits. It's not because God doesn't like you or love you. It's because you've chosen the pits. But hear me. There's a way out. There's a way out. And, and Jonah's there, and in and, and, and Jonah chapter 2, it begins 
to share. Jonah begins to make the prayer and supplication to the Lord. Go read it. But at the end of that passage of Scripture, it says in verse 9 and 10, do you have your Bibles? Jonah 2, 9 and 10, or write it down. But I, Jonah says, with shouts of grateful praise, but I, Jonah, in the belly of a whale, in the pit, in the lowest of lows, in the place where, I, where I, you never intended me for me to be, but I find myself there, I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. It's, a, it's, a, it's an offering of thanks that, Lord, you're the only one that saves. Lord, you're the only one that redeems. Lord, you're the only one that can get me out of this pit. Lord, you're the only one that can break my sexual desires that have plagued me and, and bonded me for so many years. Lord, you're the only one that can break addictions of alcohol. Mouth. This is a prayer I have prayed. Lord, only you can do this. I found myself in pits, but, Lord, it's you that can get me out of it. It's the same words of Jonah. And then it's crazy. It says this. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. <laughs> what? Can you come? It said, it said the moment he turned at the end of that passage of Scripture, in verse 9, he begins to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. And in thanking the Lord, the fish goes, Bleh. Oh, guys, you're not, please hear me. Please, please, please. This is so profoundly important. When you begin to praise God in the pit, the, 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 the forces of evil, when you declare the salvation of the Lord over your life, when you declare how good he is, when you declare the blood of Jesus over your life, when you thank him for it, the forces of evil cannot keep you in there. It will spit you out and say, this is, this, we can't touch him. Are you hearing me? This is Bible. This is good. I think it's good. I've been impacted so far. Thank you, Lord. Some of you are so, and I'm saying this with such a sensitive heart right now. Some of you are so bound in addiction and you're trying to muscle your way out of it. What happens if you just started to thank the Lord? What would happen? Maybe it doesn't happen overnight. Can I be honest? It, it didn't happen for me overnight. But I found myself night and day, day and night for, for an extended period of time in my little tiny apartment that was like 300 square feet, just me and the Lord crying, going, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the power of thanks. It pulls you out of despair and brings you into salvation. Thanksgiving is so powerful and it's so needed. I, guys, I'm just giving you keys to help kick the devil in the face. Thanksgiving will overwhelm the spirit of lack. It will overwhelm the spirit of lack. You know, Jesus feeds the 5,000 in Matthew 14. Yeah, 14. 14, <laughs> I don't have that one. <laughs> he feeds the 5,000, more, more or less, probably 15 to 20,000, numbers would say. Just by a boy coming and bringing some fish and some loaves. We, we know the story, but, but, but what's so crucial about this is that Jesus takes the fish and he takes the bread and he does something so powerful. He lifts it and he says, I, I, I thank you, Lord, 
I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for what I do have in my hands. Some of you are so overwhelmed with lack because you're looking at what you have in your hands and you're not thanking God for what you have in your hands. You need to start thanking God for what you have in your hands because when you thank God for what you have in your hands now, he will entrust you for more and to, he can put more in your hands. But if you can't thank him now for what you have in your hands, he can't trust you for more in your hands later. That's just, right? So he goes, he goes, he goes, thank you. Thank you for what you've given me in my hands and I'm, I'm gonna give it back to you. And it says 5,000, 15,000, 20, people were fed. A powerful miracle, a powerful moment. And we all loved, we all, as, as I started sharing that story, everybody's like nodding their head, like we know that one, we know that one. Can I, can I share something that was so profoundly impactful to me like uh, a year ago when I, when I heard this taught? It was like, it was like, it was, it was this, it was in John 6, the same story shared. And it says that in that moment when it talks about what Jesus did and the miracle, the breaking, the feeding of 5,000, there were basketfuls left over, you know, like who would love to see that? I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been at the table and going, Lord, can I have another piece of steak? You think I'm lying. I'm like, Lord, do it, do it again. That's funny, like, cause I've done it. It says that in, this is so awesome, in John 6. It says, then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. John 6 identifies the place where that happened as the place where the Lord had given thanks. It doesn't name the place where the Lord did a supernatural miracle and 5,000 plus got fed. It says it's the place where the, this is good, it's the place where the Lord had given thanks. Heaven, John's recording of that place was not, look at this, signs and wonders and power and all. It was simply, this is the place where Jesus gave thanks. You mean to tell me heaven's not moved by thanks? A place is forever marked where a supernatural move of God happened, but it wasn't the supernatural move that, that moved heaven. It was Jesus going, thanks, thanks. Should that stir us to also be the same type of people that go, thanks, thank you. Doesn't seem like much, but man, thank you. Doesn't seem like we have a lot, but we have enough because we're in you. Thank you. See, see, lack is going to try to torment the mess out of some of you. It will. But when you go, Lord, I, I have everything I need in you. Can I, be, can I just share a personal story? We've been in moments, Rach and I, where we have felt like, and I've shared this before, so forgive me for the personal story, where we're like, I don't know how this is gonna work. I remember there was a moment where, I've shared it before, where Rachel, um, we felt the Lord say to take a job, she took it, and it was not, it was just a rough job, and she took it, and then we had come to the city, we we're in the city now, we went from, can I, can, I be, can I be just share personally? We went from free rent to Chicago rent. It's a bit of a gap, if you don't know this. She took a job and I was working for the university at the time and we were starting the church and we weren't, we weren't there, was no, there was no extra income coming in besides my job with the school. And 
we signed this apartment. It was our first apartment outside of a campus dorm room apartment. It was like, we've made it. We've arrived. And months into that job, Rachel lost her job. She called me one morning. She's fired up. She's like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna walk home. I was like, you're gonna, I'll come get you, babe. She's like, no, I'm gonna walk home. I'm gonna walk home, don't come get me. I was like, yes, ma'am, whatever you say. And I was there with Jordan, one of our friends who's been with us for years, and I hung up the phone at and he could see the panic. Put the phone down, I stood at our kitchen counter. Remember, it's an island, I stood there, and I was like, Rachel just lost her job. AKA, we just lost way more than half of our income because she was making, newsflash, more money than me. And I stood there and I was shook to the core. I remember Jordan walked over and he's just like, dude, it's gonna be fine. I'm like, that's easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Judge me, that's how there's... Remember, I stepped back, and and I stand before God, and I just said, Lord, with fear, not fear of the word, fear, real fear and anxiety, I said, Lord, thank you. It still brings me to tears, because I was like, thank you. Thank you that in this moment, in this trial, I get to see a new side of you I've never seen before. That was my prayer. I just said, Lord, thank you that I've never seen, I've never been a part of this moment in my life. We've never faced something like this before in my life. But thank you that you're faithful. Thank you that I can trust you. Thank you. And we began to thanks. Rachel walked in the house. I said, we're not going to mope. I think we both said, we're not going to mope. We're going to go out. We're going to go do something. Let's just go have fun and rejoice in the Lord because he's going to do something. If he's called us and if he says he's the faithful one, Lord, I'm not trying to be, you better show up. So thank you in advance for showing up. Some of you need to begin to thank God for the, the miracle that's coming, the rain that is coming, the rain that's far off. You need to begin to thank him. And so we, we thank the Lord in that moment. And, and, and can, I, can I tell you, like, I know I'm going long. I have a lot more notes. Maybe another time we'll get to this. But We went to bed. Still, like, going to bed going, thank you. Thank you. We wake up next day. Next day? Next day. And why am I sharing this testimony? Because this is going to help some of you. The next day, she got a call. I don't even know how it happened. Got a random call from this, from this company. Two amazing brothers. Friends? Brothers? Yeah. And they're like, we want to give you a job. The best part? And we're, guys, listen. This is very int- personal so I'm just I'm help is this okay and they said what do you want to make (laughs) I'm not lying I'm texting Rach like say this 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 (laughs) you have not because you I'm just kidding (laughs) she was given a job that day she just said, and a car. <laughs> it, just, it just took us going, thank you. 
It just took us getting our eyes off of what we don't have and not getting caught in the, oh, life is too hard, I can't do this anymore, and to going, thank you. And I found myself in these past few years getting lost again, getting off course again, and coming back to moments like that or coming back to his word where I'm just like, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you have not left us. Thank you that you have not abandoned us. Oh, the circumstances would tell me that you have. And to be frank, some of this stuff is very real and it feels very real. It is real. There's real pain. There's real loss. There's real disappointment. There's real, all real. But God, thank you. I don't get to thank God on this side of eternity through loss and through pain. So I get to bring him an offering of thanks and loss and pain today. I get to thank him that he's gonna provide. I get to thank him for his victory. Like like in in, in Corinthians where it talks about the victory of Jesus, we should thank God for the victory in Jesus. This is the posture of believers right now to begin to go, man, I'm not gonna let culture who's telling us we don't have anything to be thankful for, I'm not gonna let the spirit of the age grab a hold of me and keep me from thanking the Lord because I have received everything I need in Jesus. It's in Jesus And when you have the reality of Jesus bubbling and stirring in your heart, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is the call. In every circumstance. Every circumstance. Thank you. And sunshine. Sunshine today. But when rain comes, thank you. And joy, oh, it's so easy to thank him on the mountaintops. Yeah, but it's in those valleys. It's in those valleys where you gotta, you gotta just wake up and go, no, 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 no. In this valley, I'm gonna say thank you. I'm gonna thank him. I'm gonna give him an offering of thanks. I'm gonna walk through this valley with such thankfulness in my heart. I'm gonna thank him for all that he has done. I'm gonna thank him for everything he's going to do. I'm gonna thank him in advance for the miracles and the wonders and the breakthrough he is going to bring me. I'm going to thank him in the valley because the word has promised me that I will not stay in the valley. So as long as I'm in the valley, I might as well do something about it and begin to give him thanks while I'm in the valley. In every circumstance, thank you. Would you stand to your feet? This can be hard to, to, to wrap your mind around and your heart around, depending on where you're at in life. But I promise you, if you just, if you just literally, and, and, and I know some of you are like, well, how, how, do, how do I do this? I'm, I'm going to teach you something for just a moment, can I? If you just can close your eyes and silence the, your ears and just get your mind fixated on the cross... that cross that bloody cross 
I'm telling you, regardless of where you're at, if you can just look there, you'll begin to start to feel the presence of the Lord. You'll begin to start to see things different. Because the reality is, is that's where we belonged, but he took our place. And in taking our place, he didn't promise that life would be easy. He didn't promise that we would get everything we wanted, but he promised that we would get him. That we could have him. That we could have him. That we could be back in communion with our father. That we get to have communion with our father because of him. So right now, I just if, if you could just... Even if you don't feel like it, I just want to challenge you. Begin right now to just say thank you for your cross, Jesus. Come on, just don't stop. Just, just continue to thank him. Maybe something else is being led for you to, be, get, to give thanks for him by the Spirit. Just begin to thank him however you feel led right now. Come on, we are the people of God that, are, that are, have been given everything. Like, what else can we give him but a, grat- a shout of gratitude and, a, and words of thanksgiving and praise right now? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just, just a few more moments. Just thank him. Thank him for your spouse. Thank him for your friendships. Thank him for, for what you have. Come on, thank him for what's in your hands. Some of you right now, just begin to thank him for what's in your hands right now. Even if it feels like you have nothing, you have something that has been given by him in your hands today. It's from him. All things are from him. All things are from him. And all things should be returned back in praise to him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, make us a people that are filled continuously with praise and thanksgiving, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God, for all that you've given us. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just for a few more moments. Come on, church. Don't don't get quiet on me now. If you have nothing else, thank him for his blood. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. Thank you for the cross, Jesus. Thank you for redeeming us, Jesus. Thank you for pulling us out of the pit, Jesus. Thank you for bringing us onto solid ground, Jesus. Thank you that you are the one that we can hide under. Thank you that you are our fortress, Jesus. Thank you that you are our strength, Jesus. Thank you that you are our healer, Jesus. Thank you that you are our provider, Jesus. Thank you that you've given us a sound mind, Jesus. Thank you that you have given us a a new identity in you, Jesus. Thank you for rearranging our destiny and our future, Jesus. Thank you that that we are pure because you have called us pure, Jesus. Thank you for putting a robe of righteousness on us, Jesus. Thank you that you have called us free and free indeed today, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. We do not want to hold back our praise and thanksgiving to you, Jesus. Oh, do you feel that, church? It's the presence of the Lord when you just begin to open up your mouth. Thank you for our families, Jesus. Thank you for our children, Jesus. Thank you for our homes, Jesus. Thank you for our jobs, Jesus. Thank you for the jobs that are coming, Jesus. Thank you for the provision that's coming, Jesus. Come on, just for a few seconds, he's being moved right now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Come on, just thank you for the person to the right and to the left of you, Lord. Thank you for my brothers and sisters, God. Thank you, Lord, that we aren't doing this life alone, God. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us into a family, God. That you've given us a seat at your table, God. Thank you, Lord, for my seat at your table today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) How good and lovely it is to be in your presence. Thank you that in sunshine and in rain, you're still good. Thank you in joy and pain, you're, you're still good. Thank you in, in, in having everything and having nothing, you're still good. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Lord, I just pray.
Holy Spirit, that you would just continue to lead us to thanksgiving. That Oasis Church Chicago, I just want to pray this, that this house would be known as a house that continually gives thanks to the Lord. (laughs) That in thanksgiving, mindsets of lack break. That in thanksgiving, addictions are broken. That in thanksgiving, despair is overwhelmed with the goodness of God. That in thanksgiving, people that are bound are set free. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit. We love you. And we thank you. We ask this all in Jesus' name. And everyone says, come on, and everyone says, come on, and everyone says, yeah, come on, can we give the Lord some praise? Come on, put your hands together. Come on, just give him some praise.